Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 118, Episode 5 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. <laughs> a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially, off the top, fuck the Koch brothers and fuck Fox News. It's Friday, January 31st, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. You've been leafing on, leafing on me. I've been keeping all, keeping all proof. You've been leafing on me. But I've been keeping proof in piles with all this blustering. That is courtesy of TDZ, a.k.a. That is a vampire weekend, this life, a.k.a. Yeah, everybody got that, I'm sure. I didn't have to say that. <laughs> Woo! And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Since we're in Portland, we have some Portland-inspired AKAs. Miles Gray, a.k.a. the man from Ripped City, a.k.a. Dub Me and Lillard, a.k.a. THCJ McCollum, a.k.a. Hashid Wallace, a.k.a. Trevor Atreza, a.k.a. Hassan White Widowside, a.k.a. Carmelo Anthony, a.k.a. Clyde the Fried Drexler, a.k.a. Spliff Robinson, a.k.a. Bud Walton, a.k.a. Arvidas Dab Bonus. Damn. Uh, And also Dr. Jack Ramsey. My co-host. <laughs> I got absolutely none of yeah, those, you, I mean, of those yeah. references. For the not, people, not the, a single the Rose one. City. Yeah, that's what it, the, is. This called the Rose yes, City. Yes. Yeah, Garden. Garden. I thought city? everyone was just a Democratic Socialist. Yeah, no, it's, it's the, the Rose City. Yeah. Th- that predates Democratic Socialism. Oh wow, in it does. Okay, I thought I just, I thought I just really caught on. This, here. this is a great place to grow roses. <laughs> hey, who's that? <laughs> We're thrilled to be joined Shit, in our who? third seat, aka on the edge of my bed. Uh, we're recording <laughs> literally. in my hotel room. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the hilarious, talented, brilliant Mr. Robert Evans. I, I do want to, to to clarify that I am not sitting on the edge of your bed for this because we're in a hotel room. That's in my writer. Whenever right, I do right. the data yeah, side yeah. guys, when we're in Los Angeles, bed. you bring yeah. your bed in. Yeah, we actually have to Photoshop the images yeah. when we do Massive in-studio photos because we don't yeah. want them to see we've brought in an entire bed for you to sit no, on it, the edge it, of. You have spent so much money on uh, writer trucks uh, yeah. over the years that I've worked Movers. here. It's, it's really... Uh, rider I remember when we said, what if we just rider? cut out the edge of a bed in a bench type scene because you're not using you across it. Yeah, the across mm-hmm. my eye. As you yeah. deserve. Yeah. And then dumped a whole glass of wine in your face. Uh, it was... <laughs> I had to go buy a bottle of done. wine yeah. Yeah. and open it. It took like 40 <laughs> minutes. He's like, you him. wait right there. What are we doing in Portland? We had a sold out live show last night. It was a blast. Uh, we are on tour officially. The tour has begun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to be at Brooklyn at the Bell House on February 12th, Washington, D.C., February 13th at the Miracle Theater, it's a miracle. Uh, Minneapolis, February 25th at the Parkway, Chicago, February 27th at Sleeping Village, uh, Toronto, the grand finale, uh, February 28th. Uh, the Great Hall. The Great Hall. That's a fitting venue. In my mind, it's palatial. It's yeah. akin to Taj Mahal or something. I'm picturing something very like medieval times for some reason. Mm. It's, it's like, Canada, so I'm picturing like one of those holes in the ground with fish. 
like an ice house. house. Yeah, exactly. Like, like an ice a Molson ice, ice commercial yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going the other. <laughs> I have the like romanticized Americans version. Like it's probably made of gold and like free medication. <laughs> <laughs> the streets are paved with. Free yeah, they don't medication. have a red carpet. It's yeah. just like a mix of hydrocodone and heart medicine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, Canada, where the, when you turn on the faucets, insulin comes out. Yeah. <laughs> she likes some free vaccinations, eh? Yep. <laughs> Nailed it. Help us. We want uh, to see y'all. Come through. Get your tickets. Robert, Did you say where to get the tickets? Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. You got to get your tickets at dailyzeitgeist.com and then go down to the live appearances. It's not really a tab. Uh, it's more of a like scroll down to the bottom and it's like on the menu. Nav menu. Nav menu. Uh, All right. See. Or just like do a control F for, you know. I think we've already made it too complicated. Live appearances. <laughs> it's it's in the It's live at the website dailyzeitgeist.com. Yeah, daily Look around. Please. Or you can just Google Daily Zeitgeist and I'm sure you can find the live show. Fair point. Uh Robert, mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. you doing, man? I'm I'm doing good. We're so thrilled to have you uh as our guest both uh right now on this episode and also last night at the live show, a lot of uh, mm-hmm. really tricky, uh, nerve-wracking knife play mm-hmm. went on, but mm-hmm. uh, it was it was a blast. We couldn't say we had Robert there without tricky knife play. Well, you yeah. know, you also have to celebrate being in Oregon, uh, the state that decided, for reasons no one's ever explained to me, that right. there should be no laws at all about what you can do with knives. Yeah. Right. Just, just co- totally unregulated. Yeah. And, uh, that's why I live here. And it's when been we like saw, that. You walked up to us, mm-hmm. uh, and you have a knife on your belt, like a, a pretty fancy one. Well, yeah, yeah fancy it's knife. my walking around knife. Yeah, yeah. okay, my walking knife. Yeah, right. Very <laughs> crocodile Dundee of you. No, uh, this is a knife. Right. Uh, I feel like he would say that's not a knife. But, it is not uh, of compared course. to mm-hmm. his knife. Uh, all right. Robert, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about on this fine Friday. Uh, we're talking about the new emoji. Uh, there are multiple. Is oh, it, no. is emoji plural? Well, it, it well it depends because it it comes from Japanese, right? So the singular is emojo. Uh, emoji. Emoji. It's more like it's plural. It's a pronunciation thing. Then it becomes okay. emoji. Emoji. I mean, no, I, you would say emojis in, in America. Yeah, emojis. But like, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, there's a bunch of new ones. We're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about. So ABC uh, is reporting at, at the time of this recording that impeachment may be over by the time you hear this. Because I'm talking about impeaching this creep. Uh, the impeachment trial, they might have just. Uh, Moscow Mitch might have just moved things through. ABC seems enamored with him, going with the uh, sort of mainstream media's just kind of over itness of the impeachment hearing. Just, um, <laughs> yeah, sad. Just accepting of the uh, talking points that the defense brought. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the World Health Organization declaring coronavirus a international health emergency and some racism that is causing around the world. And Wilbur Ross uh, telling us why, you know, there's a little silver lining in this in this whole coronavirus. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're going to talk about scientific studies. We're going to talk about Trump's wall. Uh, and also Punxsutawney Phil, but AI? Mm-hmm. Come on. That's too much good stuff. Uh, but we're going to do it all. But first, Robert, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? You know, I'm trying to figure out if there's a way to get, uh, uh, so 
the Honda CRV, or mm-hmm. not the Honda CRV, no. the uh, 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 Toyota Rav Four. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, the European versions that they made up until a couple of years ago had a diesel version of their mm-hmm. hybrid engine, and they didn't never made it in the United States. And I'm trying to see if I can find one so that I can possibly buy a diesel engine and then a Rav Four over here, and then and then switch the engine out, mix the two. Yeah. I would I would like a diesel hybrid vehicle for my my bug out kit. Oh um, yeah. Because you know the problem with a normal engine is that once everything goes to shit and they stop refining the oil after a couple of months, like that that's gonna There's go no bad. Gasoline. And so you want to have like a diesel engine can burn just about or I mean it doesn't combust it, but like a wider variety of fuels can be put into it. So that's that's what I'm looking into, and I've so far had no luck. Um, and diesel hybrids are popular in Europe. I'm guessing. More so than the United States. Yeah, you know, oddly enough, it. a lot of like FedEx trucks are diesel hybrids, I think. Um, oh, interesting. Or UPS, I forget which, but one oh. of the two. Yeah. So I mean, maybe you could Brown just steal one of those. Us. Maybe I could steal one of those or hold uh, just a random delivery person up at, at knife point, at uh, knife point. Until, right. they, until they does. make my RAV4 into a, and be like, a diesel hybrid. Take this to my house. I just need the engine, man. I don't want to <laughs> need the man. engine. Is yeah. This engine but is not worth your life. To be clear, we don't recommend anyone doing that other than Robert. Robert is a trained professional at holding up delivery drivers. Mm-hmm. At uh, knife point, for, that's why, specific for the purposes of yeah, getting a yeah. hybrid diesel engine. That's and why you bring money on this after podcast. The yeah. Has yeah. officially begun. We mm-hmm. will tell you. When I the realize our the view begun. from our room overlooks what looks like a like a truck depot for UPS trucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm curious if that. Well, that's yeah. my evening plans. Okay, so, you know, just, all of yeah. Robert's uh, might not be known to the listener, but all of Robert's recording sessions are like the. Uh, verbal kent part of usual suspects where he's just looking around at yeah. different things and just uh <laughs> making shit up uh so that's worth noting uh what is something you think is overrated <sighs> the impeachment uh thing okay yeah not that it's not like important and that the president didn't commit a bunch of crimes he did but like he was never going to get uh kicked out of office yeah like, right. I, it was it's been obvious to me for a while that like either we managed to get our shit together and win a really resounding victory uh, in November, or the only way out of this mess is a general strike. Uh, right. That That's kind of like where I am on this. And I think the folks who were like really hoping that the political process and laws were going to deal with the problem of this guy who breaks all the laws and then gets applauded for it, uh, I don't think that was ever really in the cards. Yeah. Yeah. I think the most we could have hoped for was witnesses. And then yeah. after that, then proceed to the vote in which they're like, okay, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of most of what we could hope for. And I think in general, like um, we've moved beyond, like the part of the problem is that laws only really work if most people agree that they want to live under them. Mm-hmm. And we're not in that country anymore. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Impeachment is my overrated. Yeah. Who, who has decided they don't want to live under what laws? Like besides GOP senators, just like Trump supporters I, have decided. Yeah, I think it's about not worth it for them to be wrong. About forty percent of the country has decided they don't want to abide by any rules that mean they don't get to do exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I think that's kind of where where we're at, and I think. There were there was always that's always been a piece of politics because a chunk of like American politics has always been massaging the laws to make you know things massaging the yeah, law massaging more like what you law. wanted. We had this shit with like Nixon before, <laughs> but there was always this like pretense that like right. we are a nation of laws and we care about that yeah. and it matters more than you know my own political ambitions. And that shit's like that shit got jettisoned uh, yeah. a couple of years back, and it's not coming back 
unless there's like a massive reformation of American society um, at kind of a fundamental level. And uh, yeah, that's kind of where I am. When you say a general strike as one of the possible recourses, what it, what are you picturing? Um, well, it's basically, you know, you've got your, your two options for a massive reformation of society. One of them is a civil war, which I don't think is a good idea. And one of them is everybody just say, we're not going to keep being, we're not going to keep doing any of this shit until we get this list of things that need to happen, until we get you know a, a massive reform of healthcare, until we get massive environmental reform, until we get a reform of the economic system that like you know cuts out a lot of the inequality. Like if you want us to continue to produce the things that makes this country valuable and like makes you know the lives of the people up at the top uh, worth living. A sweet, sweet revenue. Yeah, you got to give us some shit. Um, we're fed up. Uh, I think. I mean, it, it doesn't even take all that much if you got the air traffic controllers and uh, and truck drivers to all agree on the same simple list of demands and yeah. go on strike, I think uh, there wouldn't be a whole lot the government could do to stop them. Like yeah. right. without truck drivers and pilots uh, and stewardesses, the, the country kind of goes to a stop. Um, but, and podcast hosts, but and that podcast goes hosts. saying. Yeah. Well, we're the most important. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll Obviously, be the vanguards the of the revolution. Of the thing. It, yeah. it would, like what would need to happen for something like that? Like would there just need to be a like labor leader or like so, some leader to rise up that is like the a modern day MLK or something? I mean, I guess that's that that's one possibility. I tend to I tend to number one be sort of more of a fan of kind of the leaderless movements we've seen rise up. One of the problems about having a guy like MLK is what happened with MLK is it's really right. easy to shoot a guy. Right. Um, especially in the United States of America. Um, I think what we've seen in Hong Kong is maybe a better blueprint for uh, what that would look like, where you have a truly mass movement that has managed to like deal with overwhelming state power for getting close to a year now um, and continues to bring millions of people out on a semi-regular basis to, to protest and shut down um, the city. And, you know, there's no there's no single leader um, it's, it's very much an acephalous movement and it has a very simple list of five, some would say six demands. But right. I think that's one of the critical things is getting enough of America on board with like, we're not going to settle all of our political differences. Here's mm -hmm. three or four things that we all agree. We can get enough people on board, have to change and let's not fucking keep this country moving forward until these things change. Right. Um, I, I, I think it's, it's a possible thing. Part of me wonders, think, worries that we might have to reach an even darker state than we're currently in before you can actually get people on board. I hope that's not the yeah, case. We have to reach that tipping point where everyone yeah. feels the pain enough to figure out, like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I have, we have, something has to be done now. And my increasingly fading hopes for electoral politics are that we can avoid that pain point and mm -hmm. and get the make those changes happen without the necessity of something calamitous. But if something calamitous happens, then I think a general strike is your best bet for that not being violent. Mm. What is something you think is underrated? <sighs> you know, I think jet skis get a lot of shit. <laughs> wow. I think they're better than cars. I think they're more ethical than bicycles. Um, I don't trust bicycles, but I trust a jet ski. I think it's a noble steed. Um, I would like it if more Americans commuted with jet skis. Yeah. And I think we could stand to, like, I think Elon Musk is barking up the wrong tree. We need to build a series uh. of canals in America's cities that allow jet ski transit and mass jet ski transit, jet skis that'll hold 40, 50 people. Yeah. Wow. Wait, yeah. A single jet ski? The yeah. new train. Yeah. The new train. Massive, massive, so long connected chains of jet skis. Yeah. Wow. I like Rolling chains. I like, like jet yeah. ski gangs. Because then I've you can talk a lot it. about this. Mm -hmm. this oh, wait. Now I mean, you pivoted to full on jet 
jet ski gangs. Yeah, jet ski okay. gangs. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. the, you know, power numbers. Like, I just, you know, I, I just think there needs to be an 80s movie where, like, a evil jet ski gang, like... Yeah, where t- was that? That's where, that movie. Did we have a movie? Like yeah, that? we were. I've been trying the closest to get, is it, water get it going for a while. Yeah, but yeah. Is that the script you're always working on? <laughs> you said I gotta go work on something. Well, I, I just like the idea jet of like ski bandits with Jack where O'Brien. Everybody rides jet skis <laughs> yeah. to school, and then there's like a an evil jet ski gang menacing him. See, uh, but I also like the idea, Jack, of like a major international bank where everybody rides jet skis to work, and right. they've had to change the dress code because you can't jet ski to work in, in a, a suit, suit right. so it's just board shorts and fucking right. beer t shirts. Yep, yeah, right. man. <laughs> Has to be beer t-shirts. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking flip-flops. Yeah. What are you wearing, a collared shirt? <laughs> yeah. you know, this is fucking, an important meeting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this fucking Keystone yeah. light tee on. Tokyo's here today. <laughs> I mean, Tokyo's maybe that could be just like... just a wrestler named Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, if I guess if a water world was our reality, then everyone would be kind of committed. Right, mm-hmm. that would be mm-hmm. tight. That would right? be tight as hell. I mean, that would require... Yeah, yeah I mean, we're on our way to mm-hmm. massive failure to Super address tight. climate change, so... What an amazing... Uh, aspect of that movie where they're like and also he has gills behind his ear because there's water now yeah it's like oh wait, what i'm sorry how did a human so adapt in a single in generation way? we've uh, adapted no gills it's been many because yeah. at this point the, the language of portia greek has also developed oh uh, yes it has like what are they talking he's like portia greek and also, I thought that was mind that's an interesting two different groups to have merged languages. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get like, I mean, were the, the Greeks great seafarers? I know the yeah, Portuguese yeah, yeah. were, so I guess good. that makes sense. Pretty like, good seafarers. Like, yeah, countries with like strong traditions of navigating the seas end up with some hybridized language. Yeah, I don't know. Look, it's look, man, everything about that movie makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also when uh, Dennis Hopper's like praying to the captain of the Exxon Valdez. Mm-hmm. He's like, come on, Captain Joe. Like, it's the fucking guy who, like, who's <laughs> Captain X. It was like, it's a very weird film. So it's a very good movie. Yeah, it's I, a very good movie. I cannot stop. Like, if it's on, I'll watch it. Oh, hell I had yeah. such a morbid fascination mm-hmm. with it as a kid because I was like, you know, like when you're when you're young, a lot of the like global warming, climate change stuff. Like, I have a feeling our generation takes it seriously because like we were told about it enough to be like, whoa, yeah, I guess so. Then Waterworld comes out. And right. I'm like, makes it okay, look super it's, tight. It's mm-hmm. all, like we gotta we gotta talk. And I remember being really asking my parents like to make sure this didn't happen. Like, is it gonna be Waterworld? And my dad was like, I don't know. Not you'll be probably dead by then. And I'm like, <laughs> right. thanks, Boomer. I hope. Okay, I, 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 okay I, Boomer. I, I have this vision <laughs> in my head of like like the climate apocalypse hitting in like a really spectacular Hollywood way. Yeah. And Kevin Costner is looking at it and being like, Well, I did all I could. Right, right. <laughs> like there was nothing more. He I just could shrugs. Have done. He's like, yeah. "Oh, okay. What else?" Do I'm I the have one to do? person who yeah. really threw it all in. Uh, do we think that that's Greta Thunberg's problem? Is she just didn't see Waterworld and like doesn't realize how tight everything's gonna be when we're yes. in the water? Yeah, that's why she's bummed. <laughs> yeah, that's why she's such a bummer. Dude, as soon as we shown Greta Waterworld, <laughs> we pop that movie on as soon as she watches Kevin Costner drink his own urine, which yeah. is how so the movie starts. Yeah, she'll be all in, just like. The the rest of us. No, I was immediately. Yeah. You know who was jealous of that shot? Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's talk about myths. What is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? I hate to keep going back to the well of horses, um, but well I, I horses. really hate horses. Um, and yeah, I, you I, hate last I time. Really, we, we I had despise a very them. Anti-horse episode. Uh, horses kill more people than drunk drivers. 
That can't be true. It might be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you go back far enough, sure. Yeah, absolutely. If you go, if you take include all, all the stats of the people from killed the beginning of recorded yeah. time up until about nineteen hundred. Yeah. So I think the myth is that horses like people. I think what we're what we're living through right now is a slow attempted genocide of the human race, planned by big horse, big horse. That's right. What? Wow. What is a a way that you think people are underestimating the danger of horses? Like riding them and falling off? I, I, it's getting kicking, eaten you know. By one? Kicking kills kicking. a lot of people. A lot of people get killed by uh, Don Draper's dad. Kicked to death by basically a horse. I think it was a mule, but that's just a shitty horse. Yeah. Um, John Hamm or Don Draper the character? Both. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. John Hamm Sr. Ham. Um, you know, they uh, as as the article you just pulled up shows, Jack, they kill more people in Australia than venomous creatures. Right. So Australia is the deadliest continent, and the deadliest animal in Australia Austra- is the ignoble horse. <laughs> Therefore. Mm-hmm. But when Australia gets cars, like they're gonna be that'll go. <laughs> 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 when they get cars. Yeah, but see that's the danger point, Jack, because when the horses realize they're not necessary anymore, that's they're they really that's when they're gonna you. that's when they're gonna try it. Horses are magni- are magnificent creatures <laughs> precisely because I respect the danger they present. <laughs> right. I'm not one of these horse lovers. I respect the horse because I know it could kill me with one swift kick right through my chest. Mm-hmm. It could. <laughs> it could. Oh my god, all I've seen I've I've seen enough like, you know, I've been on the internet enough looking at weird videos to see a horse kick is the last thing any person on earth right. should ever want. And it's the last thing a number of people on earth experience. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> like Don Draper's dad. Right. <laughs> Do they is that is is that a cutaway scene or is that just a it's like from his childhood. I think it's a mule, out. but like he's no. There's like just a scene you see him as a kid, oh, like his dad gets scene? like kicked by a mule or something. Does he fly back like in the Matrix? No, he just dies horribly, just right there, but yeah. right in the head. <laughs> I think it's in the head or the chest. I forget. Oh, mm. I haven't watched Mad Men in a while. Yeah, it's um, a pretty thirties death. I think yeah. Most of the time, death. you see videos of people like fucking around with a horse and like mm-hmm. kind of smacking it on the ass. Look, you're that you're actually asking for that. Right. But no, then stay very far away from horses. <laughs> I mean, I've I've been to a horse barn within the past couple of months. Mm-hmm. Taking your life into your own hands there, Jack. And uh they they seemed very The city nice. didn't take your kids away? What <laughs> they know you're yeah, on horse know, barns? They, they, uh I know. It was they're they're very nice, peaceful, beautiful creatures as long as you respect them, I think. Yeah, that's what they say about a lot of things. Peaceful and beautiful until they Robert's commit murder. Robert's take, dude, don't, don't trust a horse. The Yakuza Me. are beautiful, Jack, but yeah, they're deadly. True. Yeah, hey, wow. When oh, you... that's what I meant. Did mm-hmm. I say horses? I meant Yakuza. <laughs> that's, sorry, I always get those confused. Uh, let's talk about the new emoji. Hundreds. Have we all really gotten on board not calling them emoticons anymore? Yeah. Uh, I think, well, because emoticons were, is that the ones you would make out of like alphanumeric signs? Yeah, that was the the OG. Well, see, and then emoji is like in Japanese, like emotional letter or symbol. Right. Or, and that's where we get all the faces and crying and puke face and daisies and vampires and shit. But it's weird. They keep adding more and more. I feel like I don't notice when there's more. Like right. there's a, I think the last one had over 80 or something added. I'm like, oh really? And then I'm like, oh cool. Who's in charge of that? You could be a, like a brunette vampire if you want. Is there like a central authority? There yeah, is. The Unicode consortium. And that's horrible. Alex yeah. Schmidt, current host of the Cracked podcast, uh, our former colleague just submitted a bison emoji that got approved that's in this batch. 
of updates. So now Alex Schmidt and Kevin Costner will both be the only two people who can say they did all they could to find Right, to warn us. Save the world. (laughs) Oh, you're using the buffalo emoji? Oh, (laughs) real casually, huh? The, uh, there's a lot of food ones. I like the little seal holding its belly. Won't use it. It made me laugh. And then there's one that is going to be a chef's kiss, which I think is important. Oh, that is important. But what it is, I believe it's pinched fingers, kind of like an Italian, like, hey, yeah, freaking, right. That's doing, critical man? for Italian American culture. Yeah, so <laughs> we've really had a, a rough century. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. all been re- texts will be like yeah. reduced we'll to an emoji and end with that mm-hmm. emoji. Uh, but they say you know you pair that with the kiss, like right. the lips. Mm-hmm. Boom! Now you got now we get a chef's kiss. And now we don't have chef's hat. Chef's hat. If you wanted kiss, to, yeah. Pinch fingers. I mean, yeah, and wow. look, it's all up to you. That's the beauty of these things. And then now we're getting blueberries, bell peppers, flatbread, a tamale, fondue, teapot, mousetrap, okay, potted plant, a toothbrush, and many other ones. Thank was, God there's a toothbrush. Yeah. Yeah. There's another one that's like a roach, and a ro- just one's like a rock. <sighs> mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, is this where is this where we're headed? We're like, there are going to be some people who are completely illiterate and just... These are our new hieroglyphs. I mean, are they? No, are they uh, replacing ones that like are some being retired as they bring in new ones? Because I haven't heard of one being retired. They they should right. I mean, it needs to because otherwise it's just going to be harder and harder to find the one you're looking for. Oh, so you're saying there should be some kind of like relegation system? Yeah, like where there's like, 26 letters. We don't just add new letters. So we should take them away if we add new ones. <laughs> yeah. Propose exactly. a new letter right now, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a cube, <laughs> slower. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, is that, a, is that a, an F and Q mixed oh. together? Ooh. Yeah. That's only good for Squat. Anton Fuqua to use. Yeah, exactly. You could say fuck real, real simply yeah. too, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what like the rebels, that's how they pronounce few. Well, all right. I Bubble tea, I'm glad we have it. I can't believe teapot and bubble tea were added at the same time. It seems like teapot was a real been around. oversight. Man, that really says a lot about modernity. Yeah, it does. Olive, come on, guys. Olive mm. was the first food. I don't, I don't think know we should have added true. olive. <laughs> the first food. Respect think, our history. Yeah, damn it. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, according to ABC, by the time you are listening to this, uh, the impeachment trial may be over. Uh, The Senate Republicans may have just been like, all right, yeah, more on that later. Let's move (laughs) it along. And then voted to acquit uh, because they want the president to have a clean slate of health when he delivers uh, the last state of the union. I don't know the how they think union. that's going <laughs> yeah, to... People are just going to gloss over that. Right. Like, well, okay, well, we, that's how we voted, right? right? It's over? Well, yeah, but you know he's going to love to just... I oh, guess the acquittal tweets are going to be real. Oh, right. oh my state God. Of, like, <laughs> acquittal me this. If they oh, do <laughs> vote to acquit by the beginning of next week will because the state of the union has always been written by somebody else that he's just like reading very it's written in the language of state of the union will he like take 
15 minutes to just fucking solo on you know he's on the him. people for if he's flying <laughs> off that adderall him. dude right how could anyone <laughs> on uppers like that bear right. re- like restrain themselves from spiking their own football i yeah. mean at this point the most patriotic thing you can do is just keep on feeding them adderall yeah mm-hmm. seen with that yeah. did you see the, that one there was that one clip from that rally in <clears throat> wildwood where he couldn't say shielding <laughs> criminals <laughs> And couldn't say what, dude. He could it was that verbal criminals. aphasia shit. He like, just went hardcore. And the Democrats are shielding criminals. So here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's yeah. the deal. Like he and Fox off just of cut right the fuck and away. Someone laughed. Like, Did you immediately hear? in that clip? One of the, one of the people in the studio was like, <laughs> just at just laughing at the sundowning old man who can yeah. end the world with the press of a button. I mean, I will give him that. He was he did have the wherewithal enough to know he had completely fucked up how to say that and tried to be like here no 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 scratch that this is what i mean yo anyway i mean biden who is by far the front runner uh, according to 538 uh for the democratic primary also just saying things that really do not <laughs> yeah. instill a whole lot of confidence uh, like he was he was he's like he's pretty close to saying fuck you to someone pretty right soon. but he also said something like yeah, I mean, when I was elected, 2010, 2011, 13, <laughs> I was like, yo, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, Joe. Uh, oh, no. And fucked, also man. said that he will get a strong VP uh, because, yeah, because he's a dying old just man. Make it, right. Just have, make, make Bernie your VP. There you go. There we go. Two very, very old. old. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the un- yeah. I would love a combined presidential, oh, vice presidential age old. of 150. That's, that seems good. <laughs> That's 150 oh, years worth of experience. Right yeah, man. Uh, but anyways, they, so ABC reporting this in very much the way that the mainstream media has been talking about this. Uh, as come on, the people just want to move on and it's time to get back to the election, which is fully adopting the uh, talking point that the GOP put forward. Yeah, that dragging we'll let the it people, on. Yeah. We'll let the people decide. No, it's no. like, no, this is about him cheating at that election. The people don't enforce the Constitution, yeah. you fucking idiot. Right. It's y'all's job, but uh, none of it matters. The mainstream media I know, that's also the, really yeah. likes it's a bummer. Mitch McConnell for some reason. Uh, just a quote from the ABC News article saying uh, about this. ABC News's Trish Turner caught up with McConnell as he arrived at the Capitol Thursday, asked if he has the votes he needs to win the day Friday on witnesses. He responded, we'll see what tomorrow brings. Then when asked if he felt confident about the vote, he turned his head and with a sly grin and said, I always do. It's like, I'm sorry, ABC, are you trying to fuck Mitch McConnell? Yeah. Sly grin. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, anyone who can find love in this this chaotic modern world. Yeah. No, it is funny because like that... I know it doesn't matter, but it sucks that it doesn't matter. It really sucks. Because part of you wants to be like, dude, this shit has to matter. Yeah. But then I'm like, if I really look at with my sober eyes with the situation, I'm like, this is this is basically like the last stand for the like minority power, mm-hmm. basically, right. and they're yeah. like, and they're going to pull out all the stops. Right. They'll kill for it if they this is if like, they think they can win. White yeah. conservatives are like, bro, this is our Thermopylae right here. Yeah, right. And we're the not even the three hundred, the fucking fifty three. Yeah, we're about to just I mean, completely this is why embarrass themselves. Some of us are looking at the spreading coronavirus and going, I mean, <laughs> only if it was a little bit better. Yeah. 
Right. Mm. I mean, all we need, all we need is like it to hit one really good steakhouse in DC. Right. And right, then yeah. a lot of problems are the, done. The lobby solved. of the yeah. Trump Hotel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a- ABC fully covering the horse race of it all and just being like, wow, this guy's good at getting the votes together. He's that's what's he's so the despicable. Best horse race guy. The coverage yes, is he's so good fucking at wack. killing democracy. Because right. like they're trying to even like I don't know how you try to both sides this shit at this right. point. You're but like he does it with these, a sly grin. You have people who are the quote unquote White House counsel, but are just a bunch of jokers who should be right. disbarred it's, if like they're arguing these kinds of things. And then like who are just lying. And then you have other people pursuing <sighs> truth. They're talentless right. hacks who thinks that that's what journalism is. That the core of journalism is is uh, just showing both it. sides. Yeah. And it's like that's. No, no, that's not what Woodward and Bernstein did. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not why Nixon had to leave office. Right. And it, was the, like it wasn't everyone's commitment to both sides. The two <laughs> sides of this coin is yeah. one side looking for truth, other side lying. Yeah. And that's all you have to present yeah, it one as. One side committing crimes, other side being like, should we do something about the crimes? These are crimes, right? And then yeah. the media saying, people seem tired. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, should we drag this on? Yeah. I don't know. Right. Anyway. Yeah, uh, I I feel tired of it. I feel like the people feel tired. They're like, of just it. one more fucking, like, one more term, and yeah. get get me those tax cuts that fully make my balls explode. Mm-hmm. Like that's all. That's just that. That's all they want. The uh, the ABC news article goes on to summarize some of the defense, uh, Trump's defense team's arguments, uh, and one of the ones they point to is. The short, straightforward answer is there was no jeopardy to the national security interests of the United States from the timing of the release of this money. So no damage whatsoever to the national security of the United States. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No that harm, was, no foul, guys. That was, they cool. They got caught. No, no, no. But see, he, that was but after they got, the whistleblower. Nah, nah, they, they released got, nah, the nah, money. Nah, nah, bro. They got the money, though. See, that's the thing. They got the money. That's, that's like what if I'm you catch about. someone in the act of trying to kill somebody. No, nah, no, nah, I didn't kill him, though. <laughs> Right. Yeah. No harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. That's and why we don't prosecute attempted murder. Exactly. That's right. why. <laughs> yeah. That's why. And you know what? That's actually a good deterrent that mm-hmm. you caught me because I right. won't do it again, knowing that there's no consequences for me Attempting. trying it. Yeah. Oh man, this it's, is getting exhausting. It is no, getting exhausting. It, it's getting exhausting. Just, but the thing is, I feel like despite all, like how it's like it doesn't matter. We still need people who think that it matters, who right. believe that it matters, because obviously the super victory version for the right is like everyone's like. And nothing matters. Like mm-hmm. right. that's and we just sort of start going numb. Where suckers. I mean, after this, just even think, even if uh, Trump's voted out, we're still dealing with half of these assholes yes. in the House and Senate. We're still dealing with all these judiciary appointments. There's still all this shit that's going to have to be fought against. No, so, no, Trump getting voted out is the Democratic equivalent of a tourniquet. And like, right. you don't just like, okay, well, we stopped the bleeding. It's like, you, no. your, your gunshot wounds dealt Look with. Look everything like, below that belt. Like, yeah, there's like, right. there's like months of physical therapy yeah. that will be necessary if we can stop the bleeding. And like, the hope is that we vote him out so that we can start the physical therapy. Right. Yeah. And I think that's just, yeah, the prevailing sentiment among people in this country is that like, that was so, f- we can't, we're not we doing that. We can't go back to that. And I just don't see anyone in a meaningful way feeling that way. That uh, we don't go back to yeah, that? Yeah, because the people who like him are just happy that he yells at the people they don't like. Right, sure. And but that's I guess what I mean, American politics is now. Yeah, I think, and then then you have the other half who yeah. thinks it matters, and then, but it'll only matter the other half maybe if they become more comfortable when, enough. like, Nancy Pelosi claps back at someone or something. Like, right. Yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, I will say I've taken a lot of leafs out of the GOP's book 
Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing a, a, a lot of, of uh, you know, inebriated driving. And as soon as I get home, I call the police and I say, I, I was on the road, but you didn't catch yeah. me. Uh-huh. And they say, Face. that means it's not a crime. Yeah. Congratulations, yes. sir. Hey, and well honestly, <laughs> we'd love to give you a commendation for being honest with mm-hmm. us. I have a right. lot of awards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the, hey, you got us award. Yeah. Right. Uh, America. <laughs> hey, you got us, man. The World Health Organization has declared coronavirus an international health emergency. This came yesterday on the same day as the first person-to-person transmission in the U.S. was reported uh, cool. in Chicago. One kind of scary thing that I hadn't fully gotten uh, during the first wave of coverage is that you're asymptomatic for up to like two weeks, weeks or something. Yeah. yeah, you could have it right now and you wouldn't know, mm-hmm. um, even if you were traveling. Did I guys tell you about my trip to Wuhan? Yeah. No, how oh my it? God. I, I, I'm a big fan of uh, state measures to stop the transit of large groups of people. Right. So I got some great shots. You got some great barriers, shots. Yeah. Fences. Right. Yeah. Nice. yeah. The panic is uh, a lot of people. It's, it's, there's a lot of fear going on. A lot of, a lot of Asian jokes I've seen on Twitter too. Dude. It's, it's frustrating. That, like not even on Twitter. Like there, there's a, uh, a French newspaper that had the front page headline "Yellow Alert" oh over my a picture God. of an Asian woman wearing a protective mask. Jesus Christ! The French, really? Oh, I man. mean, the you French remember are, the whole oh, uh, the Charlie Hebdo are, stuff? Yeah, like, yeah. Most, no, I mean, yeah, it's, it is France. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um, yeah, that's it. And I think there's also been I've seen a lot of takes too from a lot of people just basically like observing this like weird fear of asian people too yeah like that they're people like oh, i don't know dude. i don't know and like focusing on like what was in the food markets and stuff it's like oh right. they have all these weird meats and it's like yep yeah, yeah i i mean like because it's larger than sars now right like not in terms but, of dead not in terms of dead but no. they're saying like the but then but the, the rate like, and the spread right. is like would outpace it or something right. i mean it's part of what's hard to tell is they think that there's probably and this is also why they think uh, at least a lot of the experts think that the um the lethality of the 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 virus is currently overestimated is because they suspect there's a lot of people who got it and it just wasn't that big a deal for them and right. they never went to the doctor or reported it which is part of why it spread but also part of why like it's probably been overestimated like the actual percentage of people who get it who die well how do we know those people who are have it and live aren't using miracle mineral solutions well that's a good point you know, and uh, because you know, QAnon is uh, on that and they've I, been preaching i about brought using a gallon animals. of bleach you did and uh i feel like we should take some shots do some 2020 yeah yeah <laughs> yeah your teeth have never looked whiter thank you thank is that you. from the bleach yes yeah <laughs> they look but, brittle too yeah. <laughs> it's part the of scabs it. around your mouth though. you want your organs to be white and brittle yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know you're clean yeah um yeah, that one uh, a Vietnamese woman was actually speaking about what uh, it's like for her right now in Paris. She said uh, she was riding the public transport and people were. She heard people saying, "There's a Chinese woman. She's going to contaminate us. She needs to go home." And oh just people cool. looking at her in a disgusted way as if she was the virus. Yeah, and so, I would look at the French. I go, "Here are the colonizers. Yeah. Right. Better get the fuck away." Yeah, and the. So there's a uh, hashtag I am not the virus going around ah, on social media. Jesus there's Christ, what? That is the bleakest thing I've ever there's heard. There's a hashtag among Asian people online I am not the virus. We're like being like, look, guys, it's not not us. But But I thought Obama was president. 
He was. Are we all past this now? Right. Oh, I have some bad news. Yeah, go right. on. Also, I've, been, I've, been, I've been looked around recently. Oh, are we on a post-racial world? Wilbur Holy Ross. shit. What he, I mean, it, you got to find the silver lining and all this stuff, you know? Yeah, Wilbur Ross, I mean, thank God, through all this, you know, nihilism and just fear and dread, we have a rotting bag of piss that we somehow collectively refer to as a commerce secretary mm. is telling us all the good stuff. You know, yeah. he was on Fox News mm-hmm. starting off, you know, because the economy is like one of the only things Trump can be like, see, that's not basically a total failure. Uh, he goes there out there and says, you know, the economy is doing so well. He said it was physically impossible for there to be a recession. Is oh, what Wilbur Ross said. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. I'm just trying to think of how you can I, even... I think it's kind of like how that... You remember when they built that really nice cruise liner that couldn't be sunk, mm-hmm. and then it right. successfully made its journey across the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah. show that iceberg. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Oh, no. <laughs> So he now has, I don't know, dude, this guy's brain rot is something to behold because his take on the benefits of the coronavirus, oh only, my God. only an American, only <laughs> an American capitalist could even Christ articulate almighty. something like this. You could seriously see the Chinese economy come to a halt. And given the, the, the large uh, percentage of global growth that China commands, does that actually threaten what you're just saying? Well, first of all, every American's heart has to go out to the victims of the coronavirus. So I don't want to talk about a victory lap over a very unfortunate, very malignant disease. But the fact is, it does give businesses yet another thing to consider when they go through their review of their supply chain. And top of all the other things, because you had SARS, you have the African swine virus there. Now you have this. It's another risk factor that people need to take into account. So I think it will help to accelerate the return of jobs to North America, some to U.S., probably some to Mexico as well. All right. Wow. Yeah. Cool. That's good. Um, <laughs> I mean, so, his, so she I was mean, talking to him not about coronavirus, right? She was like j- talking about how competitive they China's pivoted on yeah, some, she pivoted yeah, they to, pivoted like, to yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, the the ironic thing about this is that like for all of like the racial fears and like the stereotyping about like the kind of meat that gets eaten in China and mm-hmm. like whatnot, for all of that, the thing that is actually going to cause the nightmare pandemic that kills a huge number of Americans is not has nothing to do with China. Uh, it has nothing to do with Chinese culture. It will have everything to do with the fact that some American is going to get infected with the disease mm-hmm. and be unable to take a day off of work at Starbucks or mm-hmm. at the nice rib right. place where he works in D.C. Um, and will go into work and will infect someone and that person will infect other people. And it will start this chain. And it will trace back ultimately to the fact that we have no functioning healthcare system or safety net in this country. Exactly. Um, that is what's when we have a fucking Oof. plague that swipes, sweeps through this society and kills a shitload of people and does a lot of damage the root of it will be people like wilbur ross and the thinking of the republican party it will not have nothing to do with fucking china yeah um oh boy it's yeah i mean and what's the basically his fear-mongering is basically like and you know your supply chains the chinese people are they'll get all your computer stuff sick so don't 
Well, I mean, computers get that. viruses, so do people. Oh, could you right. imagine? Well, this virus leapt from some form of uh, poultry or meat or whatever to human beings. Right. So who's to say the same can't happen this from can't a computer? Digital, Miles, it's gone you're not an expert. Like Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> the Bob Dylan virus. <laughs> Shit's gone electric, man. Um, God, I hope that's the future. I hope that's what kills 98% of the population. Is, is the Bob Dylan virus <laughs> jumps out of the computer? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so that's that's where it... I mean, also, like, when you think about just all the tactics that this administration's used to, quote-unquote, bring jobs back to the United States, first of all, we're the workers. We don't have the workforce right. to even begin to compete because we're we've completely changed our economy. But then, like, all the fucking trade war bullshit... I thought that was supposed to help things too. It's so you're not pro trade worse. war? Uh, no, I love every but they're other they're easy kind to win. Just not, yeah, they're the easiest kind. <laughs> also, I mean, mind you, that like farm bankruptcies increased 20% in 2019, despite all the aid that was given. Name up. one thing farms produce that we need, Miles. Right. Uh, horses. Face. <laughs> Let's see, this horses. Actually, it was a really good horse crop this yeah. year. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm heavily invested in horse futures. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you're talking to me, man. I, right. I'm, I got words for you, man. That kind of fucked my portfolio up. <laughs> horse futures. I was, I had it all in horse futures back in the 1800s, and then really fucked me. That damn that Ford damn and his anti-Semitism. Uh, all right, we're gonna take another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and while we're talking about all this shit that is uh, stressing us out, might as well talk about the scientific study uh, that makes it official. I think we've been teasing this for a couple weeks now. Uh, stress does cause gray hair. Yeah, I mean, they knew that it did. They didn't know the how exactly. Because right. okay. who doesn't know someone who you're like, yeah, after that job or mm -hmm. I know some people who took a test yeah. and mm. fucking went Full like gray. Edgar Winter mm -hmm. on right. him. After that visit um, to the horse farm, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. How did your horseshoe apprenticeship go? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. All white hair. Um, yeah, they've been trying to like just figure out what exactly is causing like the the pigmentation change. And the look, the experiment is a little brutal. They had to use mice, uh, and basically uh, use like some kind of like electric shock to trigger like a pain reaction within the mice. Uh, and so that was going to basically increase adrenaline, cortisol, the heart rate was going up, blood pressure goes up, the nervous, like all of it, just like put them in a high stress state. And then they basically looked when they look at all the hair follicles that this process ba uh, uh, um, contributed to the depletion of uh, the stem cells that create the melanin that right. cre that create the pigment in the hair follicle, and yeah, like a lot of people, like this was I think done between yeah Brazil, like University of Brazil, and I think Harvard or somewhere in the U.S. And they were just saying like after a few days of this, a lot of the pigment regenerating cells were just gone. Yeah, and they're saying once there was this kid who got into an accident and couldn't come to school, <laughs> uh -huh. but when he finally came back, his uh -huh. hair had turned from black into bright white, Whoa. and he said it was from when the cars had smashed him so hard. Oh, mm. Mm -mm -mm. I mean, mm. but I bet that kid looked cool as hell. Yeah, oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Was he a crash test dummy? <laughs> Is that the name of the band? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of mm -hmm. frustrating. 
mm-hmm. because like, okay, I am generally pro-knowledge. I think yeah, we yeah. should seek to understand things better. But also the end result of this research, right, is so that rich white guys with gray hair don't have to have gray hair anymore. Right. 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 As yeah, opposed I'm, to like, <laughs> there's nothing life threatening <laughs> yeah. about having gray yeah. hair. I feel like there's other problems those Especially minds could be working as on. you as you right. figure, like figure baldness out baldness, yeah. and better boner pills. Better yeah. boner pills. <laughs> I mean, there's all forms of cruelty, I guess, at every level of consumption. But yeah, right. like yeah. It, it's hard to be like, yeah, and then we just like shocked the shit out the mice yeah. to see if their hair would turn colors. Oh, good. Did that was worth it? Cocaine, because I have noticed people who do a lot of cocaine get white hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, like uh, Ad-Rock from the Beastie Boys. I just assumed that was because the cocaine winds up <laughs> in, like, their hair. in their hair. Yeah. but That's how much cocaine they're doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that happens. That, and then your sinus is just I mean, cocaine is right. not a low-stress endeavor. No. <laughs> right, that's true. It's yeah. like they're artificially raising yeah. their stress yeah, levels. Yeah, you go to like Nobody a, relaxes a on fake cocaine. pharmaceutical ad. It's yeah. like, when my blood pressure rises, I reach for cocaine. It's like, <laughs> well, hold on, what? The blood... No. <laughs> yeah. the Calming the calming properties of straight sniffing bass. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, has anybody ever done that? Just a, a one a pharmaceutical ad for street drugs. That sounds exactly like the kinds of YouTube videos you or any yeah, of us would have I, I made. I feel like a lot of ten our friends ten made years ago. doing that. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the wall. Yeah. Uh, the mighty wall. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer what happened with Pink Floyd. Yeah. I know. It um, is, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, we should talk about that. About of, Roger Waters yeah. and his his bleak slide. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Trump's. I don't know. The gist of is it part of the fucking border wall blew over in the wind. <laughs> just blew over. <laughs> like, I don't know. How, I don't even know uh, a clever way to get into this about because you don't know how to construct things, Miles. Yeah, exactly. So this was like in like you know in Southern California, the winds were pretty bad this last week. Yeah, but they are. Every, Every year, year. literally, yeah, exactly. It's called the I don't Santa know. I'm Anna trying to be like, yeah. hey, come on, give them a break, guys. The winds were pretty this yeah. bad. It's like, why we have the best firefighters, fucking, and right. they can't stop fires. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this part that was in like uh, in Calexico, like near the California Mexico border, they were 30 feet high. They began to just basically start leaning like <laughs> from the wind, and the place, the part of this wall was under construction. Uh, like, and they were putting like concrete back in place, but now they're like just starting to kind of address the problem and, and fixing it. But just the idea, there's something so poetic of just being like, here's your big monument to xenophobia right. and the fucking wind, the fucking blew it wind over. takes it out. Yeah. Like the wind. Stiff I mean, wind. you've seen the way he stands. Yeah. Right. He stands like that looked before the wind started. Blowing. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, like he's in the smooth criminal video, just like <laughs> leaning on an angle. Yeah, he does kind of stand. It's tragic that the only thing they didn't take into account was the thing that happens reliably every single year in that part of right. the world. Exactly. The winds. The wind. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it shows that because I'm not sure if it's part of the section that the military's helping build or if it's one of, you know, whatever grifter can told him it was Mexican proof mm-hmm. right. or whatever. And he's like, oh, and that's, that's Mexican proof. Okay. Yeah. We like that. Why I mean, it he... might be military built. They half-ass everything. I mean, look at Afghanistan. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, and that's why we need the private contractors to come in now, Robert. <laughs> Eric Fint Prince would have just used saran wrap. Oh yeah. He'd be like, yeah, I got your wall going. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. And if they get through, you know, uh, we'll just commit horrible human rights. We'll just shoot them. Yeah. yeah. We got guns. Oh, you, you really want the wall? Like, yeah. you shoot a couple, they get the idea. All right, Blackwater mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let's talk about Punxsutawney Phil. He is being uh, approximated with an AI. PETA wants the town of Punxsutawney to end their tradition. It started in 1887. Okay. They've been bringing out the old groundhog to be like, how much more winter will there be? Mm-hmm. Uh, and now PETA, because, you know, they're, it's all about the ethical treatment. You know, an animal for exists and is interfacing with humans. PETA's angry. Uh, yeah. Yes. They say times change. Traditions evolve. It's long overdue for Phil to be retired. By creating an AI Phil, you could keep Punxsutawney at the center of Groundhog Day, but in a much more progressive way. Oh, my God. Talk about taking your town's annual tradition in a fresh and innovative direction. And I say that wrong because I just think it's hilarious. Did they spell it wrong? No, I just like when I want to make fun of people think using innovative in such a hacky wham. Yeah. Oh, it's innovative. Um, Yeah. In the future, Miles, Mm -hmm. as you sit upon the crest of one of the last bits of dry land in North America. Uh-huh. You watch Trying the to jet cut ski gills into gangs. the back of my ears. Yeah. <laughs> Watching the jet ski gangs fight it out over what used to be Los Angeles. As your son or daughter says to you, Daddy, when the waters were rising, <laughs> what did the good people do to stop it? And you'll say... We did everything we could. <laughs> we did everything. And you'll think about that About robotic groundhog. We did absolutely everything we could. Uh, that's a good opening to this film where I shed a single tear because I realized my family and I are about to be murdered by a roving jet ski gang. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you go into the reflection of my tears and yeah. you go into the first AI punks. Yeah, and that's, the whole movie's just, just about that yeah, quest. Exactly. But the opening is really dark. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so a family about to be just. And the last line is you saying, we did absolutely everything yeah, we back. could <laughs> yeah. machete to my throat we did everything we there could. was no other way to prevent Boom, this black fade to black but it's funny because their whole thing is again they're saying they're a prey species their argument in terms of a in terms of like an ethical treatment of animals thing is it's a prey species uh they actively avoid humans being in close proximity to the public causes these animals great stress okay well, let's see if their hair is gray that's how right. we'll really know. Um, and when Phil is dragged out of his hole and held up, the, held up to flashing lights and crowds, he has no idea what's happening. So would no other fucking animal on earth right. know what's happening. I'm sorry. That I, I mean, I understand the, the other things. They I feel don't bad about really stress, understand right? it very yeah. well. <laughs> but it's not like the the problem is like okay, I'm sentient. Mm-hmm. I know I'm I'm Punxsutawney Phil. Right. I'm Whoa, maybe, what's going on here? I'm the fortieth of my name. Right. Mm-hmm. Wait, but what are all these people I doing am here now? Punxsutawney Phil. Fortieth of I my mean, name. Like if that, like, it's one of those things. Like I'm never gonna stand up and support factory farming. But if like your your choice for an evil to fight is like once a year, this animal whose health and welfare are otherwise deeply cared for has a stressful day. An animal that would have been a prey animal living in the wild being hunted. Having no predators now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Having no predators now. Yeah. One rough day. Right. Come on, guys. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and, you know, they, they, they fight tooth and nail against factory farms. But yeah, yeah I think this is their newest moment to sort of re shoehorn their name into yeah, the conversation. It's, it's a PR thing. Yeah. The best is the guy who's the president of the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club. This guy, Bill Dealey, he's like, look, Phil is treated well and he enjoys his routine. He's fed a healthy diet. His habitat is temperature controlled. The fucking borough is inspected by the Department of Agriculture every yeah, year. He lives well. <laughs> but this is the best part, which shows you how assholey humans are. This is when he completely negates everything. He goes, and if he's so fearful of the cameras, if he's so fearful of us and the crowds, why doesn't he just make an attempt to run away then? Oh, come on. Mic drop. <laughs> That's his rebuttal to this. Everyone wow. loses in this. Um, <laughs> There's no clear winner. 
Well, I'm ready for the waters to take us. Yeah, please. And <laughs> yeah. us to be, and, and Punxsutawney Phil to lead us against the roving jet ski gangs. Yeah. But the AI version, otherwise it's exploitative. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Pete also doesn't think we should be allowed to have pets. Yeah. I, right, because they're not for, they're not animal for slavery. Team. Have you yeah. talked to a dog, PETA? They're, Yo, my they're dog would fucking die the second I let his ass out. <laughs> Right. I'm sorry. There's objectively, there's no ways to live better than with me. They're like, kind of that's kind of their whole our deal. Friends and animal companions. We just think that they would have been better off if they got to live their yeah. own lives, being hunted and like. Also, my we dog invented Finn dogs. Would have been yeah, <laughs> he would never have existed without us. Right, nature uh, doesn't make dogs. I mean, yeah. The again, no, this isn't a pro animal cruelty show by any stretch of the imagination. But when you go to the extremes, like. Oh yeah, I guess with the opening horse yeah. stuff, that could seem like yeah, we're just like, like really mean about they animals. hate horses. I, I do love hate horses. animals. I, I love, love animals. horses. I hate horses. Uh, I love animals. I just wish uh, wealthy white people would care about people first. Yeah, PETA. I, I am not a huge fully fan of. agree, but I also think that like in this world of constant frustrations, like yeah. the ones we've gone through today, like one of the very few things I'm unequivocally proud of humans mm-hmm. for making is dogs. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, we got that one right. We really yeah. fucking nailed it. We that. really nailed it. And dogs. especially when you're like, yeah. the healing magical properties yeah. of a dog. Yeah. It's they're like, incredible. Right. Yeah. They're like helping like people who are in our prison system. Be they like, find bombs. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like... Some can we sniff really like did other diseases. The yeah, invention of dogs. Yeah, they, we, they rule. You know what? Yeah. We at Peter very Three much cheers love for the humans. animal <laughs> companions who share our homes, but we believe that it would have been in the animal's best interest if the institution of pet keeping, breeding animals to be kept and regarded as pets, never existed. I mean, I'm I I'm in favor of like breeding dogs. Yeah, like like well, there's plenty of strays. Yeah, they look they 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 can they, fuck on their own. Yeah, they're they're doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> look, I'm a magician. I can fuck on my own time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, do you think any of these PETA people are so like they love animals, but they're like, oh, I can't have an animal house. Like, uh, yeah, I do not. I, want I, I know a lot like, of them actually do fought like have animals in their home, but like the attitude, their attitude is still, I don't think there should be any pets, but they're here, and so I'm going to try to take care of these animals because it reduces their suffering. But I wish they'd never been. I wish they didn't exist Jesus because Christ. their existence is like right. exploitate. It, it's like, but I can't. But but they're guys, better off with me, even though on, I think right. the institution is cool. Yeah. But then I. Eh. <laughs> There's other shit. Yeah, dogs. Like, right? <laughs> come oh, on. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, also, I just don't know what, I don't even know in their minds what they meant when they said an AI groundhog. Like they would a random number generator, basically, like an algorithm, like (laughs) on a, like running some, like a computer program on a screen and And then be like, winter, more. It's like they just have such little respect for the intelligence of the people of Puxatani that they're like, You'll still be a big deal. You'll yeah. still be the center of everything. But like in a forward-thinking way. Right. Yeah. It's like, maybe they really believe that. I mean, no one's got a lot of respect for the people of Punxsutawney. Well, they should. No. People of Punxsutawney are no. the salt of the earth. No. Them and horses. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just want to the, the official count, uh, let's just see. I just want to see how many Punxsutawney fills there have been. Because there is a record. 40 seems like a decent guess. But I don't know how long groundhogs live. Ah, uh, never mind. 
man. Is it a lot? Is it like a d- depressing number? I mean, it's been since 1887. 40 like, this year, man. <laughs> 40 this Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they buy them in six packs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, go after the Punxsutawney Phil factory right. where yeah. that's happening. Anyway. Uh, Robert, it's been a pleasure having you. Where can people find you, follow you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at I Write Okay. I have a podcast called Behind the Bastards and a, an election year podcast called Worst Year Ever mm. about how bad everything is. Yeah. So if you're still like, I'm not sad enough. And yeah, what's the worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen? Please check out. Scroll on over there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Um, Boy, howdy. I'm so far past the point of being able to enjoy tweets these days. Yeah. Um, I think eternally the one tweet that I always keep coming back to when I need a laugh is, has anyone ever showed Ted Kaczynski a GIF? I think it might change his mind. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? And what's a tweet you've been enjoying? Twitter and Instagram at Miles Vray. Also on my other podcast, 420 Day fiance uh some tweets that i like first one is from uh dana donnelly that says i'm turning 25 soon that's the age where people will still tell you things like don't worry you're still young you have time but they won't mean it anymore (laughs) oh boy it's kind of true um and also one last one this guy tony adams at adams underscore at he is an astros fan who went through all the video of Astros home games and logged every trash can bang from the 2017 season with like a spreadsheet and like correlations with like batting average and things like that. It's just, and it's a, it's a labor of love, but from a tortured Astros fan who is trying to make sense of the scandal of his own team. Um, Was he like, see, we didn't do it. No, he's like, like, look at this shit. He's like, and seeing like who got the most bangs, like some some people just didn't get it. I mean, look, it's an interesting analysis. It's called it, he, the website is called signstealingscandal.com. Yeah. If you want to see like the oh, uh, just sports nerd labor, uh, but like this person's magnum opus. Um, Ashley Ray tweeted one time in high school. I was in the bathroom making fun of how bad this girl was in the spring musical. And then it turned out she was in a stall and heard everything I said. And then she died in a ski accident like two days later and never got a chance to apply my notes. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> to apply my notes. <laughs> I think it's a bit, guys. <laughs> it's a still. We're, we're all fragile right I now. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, oh. All right. John Boyce tweeted <laughs> if the chance. <laughs> I just like the. Ah, it was a. All right. John Boyce <laughs> tweeted, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl and Bernie wins Iowa the next night, I'm going to drink an entire can of beer. No sipping it by the spoonful, no measuring cups, nothing. <laughs> Drinking it straight out of the can, I'll crack it open, and on God, it'll be in the recycling bin one hour later. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. footnotes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's Miles, what's that going to be today? Uh, this is from a, a little rap hip-hop duo from Atlanta, Georgia, Coco and Claire Claire. Oh. No. Uh, they're like, you know, on this like DIY wave of hip hop. They're kind of, I don't know, they're funky and interesting. And like, Have you heard of Outcast though? 
They're good. No. You should check them out. What's one of their songs? You guys, if you haven't heard of Outkast, you gotta check these guys out. They're good rappers. And that's from... <laughs> and they're from... I think uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, are they the Atlians? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I love you that. You might know them as the I Atlians. had the CD that yeah. had the woman's breasts out. <laughs> nice. That was printed yeah, on yeah, there that before was the... So cool. Do you remember that though? Then they had yeah. to, they had to switch it up, put a bathing suit on. That's oh, how you know you're OG. Really? If you had eight aliens with, with the, the woman out. being beamed up and she was fully nude, yeah. then you got you're an OG. Um, okay, a track writing out. Yes, Claire Claire, Coco and Claire Claire. This one's called Naomi and Kate. Um, about Naomi Campbell, Kate Moss, like model swag. But they're just like low energy rap style. I think is just it's just fitting. It's very it's big 2020 vibes for me. Big 2020. Uh, all right. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for this morning's show. We will be back this afternoon to sign off for the weekend. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.